there and gets old. That's right. Oh, how I love Jesus. Uh, let's go to the Lord of Prayer. Brother Mark back there, would you lead us in the Lord of Prayer? Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for the baptism, Lord, and the blessing that comes with that. Lord, we ask a blessed message today. Lord, give us the thing we need to hear. We ask you something in Jesus' name. Amen. Y'all can be seated. Let's sing another right here. We turn, look at page 88. Page 88. Just put like a couple pages. Or 87 first. We're going to sing 87 and we're going to sing 88. More precious than silver.
Praise the Lord. Does anyone have anything they'd like to share before Brother Steve comes up with me? It's been a great day already. Yes. Brother Steve, you come for me. This is hard. Thank you, Brother Wayne, Brother Chris. It's already been a privilege to be here this morning. I appreciate our uh, baptizing service. And I, I asked the Lord last night and this morning if uh, he would please hold off the rain while we uh, had that service, and the Lord did. And I appreciate it. I don't know what the forecast is for the rest of the afternoon, but uh, it wouldn't have mattered much to the ones that were being baptized myself, but those of y'all sitting out there would have got it. You're a little uncomfortable, so I'm thankful for the good Lord for That's taking amen. care of that. And uh, it's so good to see each one of you today, and I appreciate you uh, being here. And what we're going to do at this time is we're going to, um, this is called the charge to the candidates, and uh, there's several different ways that uh, this can be done. I will say this we normally uh, uh, give, give those that's been baptized to give them a, a, a little Baptist manual. We're out of them right now, which is a good thing, but we're going to get some, and we'll make sure that y'all get the, get the uh, Baptist manual. It, and um, it contains the church covenant, which is on the wall here, and also the 18 articles of faith. Uh, and what I like about that is uh, somebody says, well, 18 articles of faith. In that, it's given the scripture in each article uh, what we believe uh, there's scripture given for, for each one of those articles. And I, it's not just something that somebody thought up would be some good things to go by, but it's based on the Word of God. So uh, when, you, when you read those 18 articles of faith, it helps to go back and, and look up the scripture that backs up uh, what that is. But uh, uh, I'm not going to read the 18 articles of faith today, but I'm going to read uh, the church covenant. And um, this is what, when we become part of the Baptist Church, uh, this is what we say that we believe and that we will adhere to. And, and uh, I have to go back and somebody said, well, once you've read it, preacher, you've read it. But I have to go back every so often, Sister Pat, and look at the church covenant and then examine myself and see where, uh, uh, see where I'm at. Uh, when it gets to the part where it talks about uh, family devotions. A lot of times I have to say, oh me. And uh, we have a prayer at the table and we try to study God's word, but I'd like to, I'd like to think that we have more family devotions at home and I do want to work on that. And, uh, uh, but this time, uh, we'll read these and after we, uh, after we read these, y'all can go back and sit where you feel it too. And, and then at the end of the service, after uh, we're going to have them come up and we'll give them uh, the right hand of church uh, fellowship at the very end of the service. And, and I want you to be much in prayer uh, for Brother Justin. Those of you, most everybody knows him. This is Brother Stanley Jones' son-in-law and Raquel and their family. We appreciate y'all being here today. So I want you to uh, pray for him that God will just hide him behind the cross and just give him the words to say that we stand in need of today. But um, uh, I'll start out reading this. It starts off, it says, having been led as we believe. And that's important because, uh, again, uh, this is not something we can think up a lot of pretty things to say. 
but being uh, uh, being led by the Spirit of the Lord. And I feel like the ones that pin this down, uh, we believe that the Bible was divinely inspired. We believe that it was written by men inspired by God to write these words. And we also believe that this church covenant was uh, was inspired by God to write down and go by. Having been led as we believe by the Spirit of God to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior. On our profession of our faith, having been baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, we do now in the presence of God, angels, and this assembly most solemnly and joyfully enter into covenant with one another as one body in Christ. And, and, and I don't have to tell you that, that we as baptized believers, uh, we are uh, the body of Christ. We're the bride of Christ. The church is the bride of Christ. And we become one uh, with Him. And the symbol of baptism is that, that we've been washed from the old creature that we were, and we have been regenerated and made new uh, in the Lord. So uh, I believe that's what it's saying here. He goes on to say, we engage, therefore, by the aid of the Holy Spirit to walk together in Christian love. Notice that it says, by the aid of the Holy Spirit. It's real hard to walk a Christian life. It's real hard for us to love one another if we're not aided by the Spirit of the Lord and led by the Spirit of the Lord. Our nature in us is to, if somebody offends us, is to get mad at them and just stay mad. That's our nature. That's the way, uh, that's the Adam man uh, in us. But by the aid of the Holy Spirit, uh, it teaches us to love one another. Uh, and so he says, we engage therefore by the aid of the Holy Spirit to walk together in Christian love, to strive for the advancement of this church. We want to do everything in our power uh, uh, for the advancement of this church today. Amen. And I love all the churches anywhere uh, that the church of the living God is and people uh, that, are, that, are, that are preaching the word of God and they believe in you know, salvation today. Uh, I, I, I pray for all the churches. But my concentration right now is right here at Liberty Hall and the, for the advancement of this church today. And so at becoming uh, members of the church, uh, it ought to be all of our duty uh, to strive uh, for the welfare and, and advancement Amen. of Liberty Hill Church. Amen. <clears throat> it says uh, uh, strive for advancement of this church in knowledge, holiness, comfort, and promote its prosperity and spirituality. Preacher, how I promote the spirituality of every church. Amen. I believe today that mind and the spirit of God is the number one thing in promoting the spirituality of this church. Amen. Every time that somebody gets up and testifies by the leadership of the Holy Spirit, uh, they, they, are, they are a blessing to this church. And how, so many times I've been sitting right here, Brother Scott, and maybe... Uh, maybe kind of nervous and uh, devil kind of poking at me and somebody get up and just mind the Lord's uh, give the right testimony or somebody just pop yeah. up and say I need to sing this song or just minding God amen. that's 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 promoting the spirituality right. of this church amen and every one of us have a duty to do that today every one of us have have a duty to promote uh, the, the spirituality of this church Today. I don't ever want to be in an old dead service. I want to be in one where the Holy Spirit is, is, is having free reign 
from around the house. Amen. I remember one time Brother Tunis Aldrich told they were in revival somewhere, or uh, maybe where he was pastoring. And uh, and uh, Brother Tunis was a little more brave than a lot of preachers are. And, and uh, service was kind of down, and people were uh, just not acting like they were real glad to be there. And he, singing was kind of down and everything. And uh, uh, Brother Tunis put it like this. He said, they looked like a bunch of sick chickens. And, uh, and uh, he said, uh, well, if y'all are no more thrilled to be here than this, we'll just dismiss the service and go home. And he said, uh, he did, and folks started getting up and walking out. And then he said there in a little bit, folks got to hugging one another and, and crying. And all of a sudden, they went to me. And uh, I, I said that to say this, that, that if there's something in the way, get it out of the way. Amen. Right. Amen. Let's, let's go to me. I appreciate it, Brother Tunis, for, for telling me that. Bless you, Bob. To promote, to promote its prosperity and spirituality, to sustain its worship, ordinances, discipline, doctrines, to contribute cheerfully and regularly to the support of the ministry, the expense of the church, relief of the poor, and the spread of the gospel through all nations. And I want to say this. I've never been on one that's uh, ever had to get up and preach about tithing. I believe that if you follow the Lord, you'll do what God leads you to do. Uh, but I will say this, it's not only in the financial support of the church, but it's given of your time. Amen. Given of your time. Amen. And, 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 and uh, we, we, we had a man out of the best city, and we were doing some work in the parking lot, and he came by there. And, uh, uh, he gave me three or $400. He said, give this towards the church. And we appreciated it. We really did. But the man never darkened the doors of the church. And I thought to myself, we sure could use you a lot more over here at the church getting in here and working with us than we could this three or four hundred dollars right. that you gave us. Amen. So so it goes further than just just giving of our our, our, our money to the church, but uh, to give of our time and, and ask if there's something we can do. When the church has a work day, be be volunteer to come and to do uh, what you can do on, work, on that work day or whatever needs to be done. God's give us all a talent. Amen. Something we can do. Let, let's use that talent for his glorification. It says we also engage to maintain family and secret devotions, oh me, uh, to religiously educate our children, to seek the salvation of our kindred and acquaintances. I believe today that uh, we as the church have the duty, the obligation, and the privilege to try to win others to Christ. Not only here at the church, but each and every one of us have places. Some of us go to school. Some of us have jobs we go to. Some of us are retired. But each and every one of us has an obligation to the church to reach for those that are lost and undone without God to religiously educate our children, amen. Bring them up in the way. You don't think that makes a difference? I've seen, I've watched kids when my son was playing ball and you could tell just as well the ones that was brought up by parents who loved them and took them to church and the ones that didn't, amen. So one of the coaches asked me one time, said, how can you tell the difference? I said, them over there cussing every breath, that's the ones that ain't been brought up over to church house. It's right. as simple as that. Amen. And so it's our duty, and it ought to be our desire 
to seek the salvation of our kindred, our acquaintances, those we work with, those we go to school with. And God gives the, the, the church a great mission arm uh, for that today. And uh, we might not always be able to preach to them here in the church house, but we can go out, amen, where they're at and opportunities that the good Lord uh, gives us to do that. <clears throat> we also engage to maintain family secret devotions, to religiously educate our children, seek the salvation of our kindred acquaintances, and to walk circumspectly in the world. To be watchful, to be cautious in everything that we do. Amen. The devil has a way, if you're not careful, he'll put you to sleep. Amen. And when he does, he'll take advantage of you. So it's important for us to always be, be cautious and be watchful in our surroundings. We always tell ladies when they're coming, when a parking lot of a hospital or a department store, wherever they're at, when they're walking to their car, uh, we try to encourage them, be watchful, we know what's going on around you, be aware of your surroundings, amen. And we as Christians today need to be watchful today because Satan is on a rampage right. trying to destroy whoever that he can. Amen. amen. He said to walk circumspectly in the world, to be just in our dealings, faithful in our engagements, and exemplary in our <coughs> deportment. Serving as a model, a pattern, and everything that we do, we ought to be an example of the church. Amen. An example. A Christian means to walk Christ-like. Amen. And to try to be that example. He said in our deportment, our demeanor, our conduct, the way we conduct ourselves, what we do say, what we don't. You know, a lot of times what we don't say has a lot as much to do with what we do say. Sometimes we as Christians have to just bite our tongue every now and then when somebody makes us mad or does something to us. So I want to encourage you to, to, to discipline yourself today. And, 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 it, and it takes the aid of the Holy Spirit to do that. We can't do it by ourselves. Our nature uh, doesn't teach us that, but the Holy Spirit does. To avoid all tattling, backbiting, excessive anger, to abstain from the sale and use of intoxicating drinks as a beverage and to be zealous in our efforts and advance the kingdom of, of our Savior. Uh, not only intoxicating beverages, but when this was written, the drug, drug epidemic was not probably not as bad uh, as it is today. So all illegal drugs, anything that would alter your mind and make you do something that you would regret doing, I believe that would uh, go hand in hand. Uh, <clears throat> we further engage to watch over one another in brotherly love and to remember one another in prayer. We often hear Liberty Hill will have prayer requests and somebody will stand up and say, I'd like for you to remember a co-worker of mine or I'd like you to remember uh, one of my kinfolks. And, and I try my best to remember each one that somebody says. Sometimes you'll see me writing it down. And and I, I believe it's our obligation and our duty to pray for one another, and not only for one another, but to pray for those that prayer request has been asked for. We might not even know the person they're talking about, but uh, uh, if, if the person that brings up their prayer request thinks enough about them to do that, we all think enough about them to, 
to pray. Amen. And a lot of times when I'm praying, I say, Lord, help help those God that I'm forgetting to pray for. Those sure. that I'm forgetting about, Lord, please don't forget about them, God, and give them that they stand in need. Amen. And uh, uh, to aid one another in sickness and in distress, if we have somebody in the church uh, that's in distress financially or with sickness, whatever that it should be, uh, we should not ignore that, say we'll turn that over to the government to take care of. It's not the government's responsibility. It's ours. Amen. 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 So, uh, uh, and I appreciate here at Liberty Hill, y'all are so good about letting me know uh, if there's somebody sick or in the hospital or, or whatever's going on, we can only do, we can only help when we know about it. So we appreciate that. And, but it's our duty as the church uh, 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 to try to do that, to try to help those that are in sickness and in, in distress. <clears throat> to cultivate Christian sympathy and feeling and courtesy in speech, to be slow to take offense, but always ready for reconciliation and mindful of the rules of our Savior and to secure it uh, without delay. Amen. Slow to take offense. Amen. I've had to learn as a Christian, not only as a preacher, but as a Christian, to be slow to take offense. Somebody, somewhere, is going to say something that is going to be, uh, may hurt your feelings. And, you, right. and they may not have meant it in any way, right. but something that hurt your feelings, maybe maybe said something that you feel like they were talking about somebody in your family or whatever. But the Bible teaches us to be slow to take offense. Amen. I found that when I put on the full armor of God, and I've got it all in place, That's right. that when those words come, they can bounce off that armor off me and I won't just take and let them sit on my shoulder and be a burden and a, a hindrance to me. Amen. Slow to take offense. Amen. When you see somebody that's uh, been in the church and, and 15, 20 years later they're still there, they hadn't they hadn't got out of church, those are the ones that are slow to take offense. Because I can assure you at some time or another, somebody somewhere has said something to them that's been offensive. Right, but they have been slow to take offense. And the only way today that you can be settled and strong in the Lord is to be ready when those hard sayings come. Amen. Always ready for reconciliation. The Bible teaches us if we've got an off against our brother or our sister, That's right. we've got gospel steps that we go to to take care of that. Go to them. Don't go to somebody else and tell them what they did. Go to them. Right. Amen. Sometimes it's hard to do, but go to them in love, not in anger. Right. Amen. Again, again, that goes against nature. Sure. Goes against nature. But this is what the Spirit of the Lord teaches us. Amen. And always ready for reconciliation and mindful of the rules of our Savior to secure it without delay. If you're in doubt, what will Jesus do? Amen. Amen. Go back to the Word of God and there's all kinds of things that it tells you what he would do. We moreover engage that when we remove from this place, we will as soon as possible unite with some other church where we can carry out the spirit of this covenant and the principles of God's word. Let me say this. Uh, there'll be, there may be times, especially with you 
younger boys, there may be times that when you get older that uh, we hope you stay around here forever, but there may be a time that you move to another community or move out of the state. But uh, what we're taking an oath here is here that wherever we go, we will as soon as possible, by the leadership of the Lord, find a church that believes the same things that we believe here and carry out these ordinances. Amen. Heard people say, well, I just can't find one where I live. Amen. I don't think you're asking God strong enough and visiting enough. God's got churches. We, we ain't got them sold up in Black County. I can tell you that. They're all over. God has got churches. And I, let me say this. There are no two churches that are exactly alike. I'll say that from being a pastor. Every church has its own personality. Amen. But the main thing is, is that Jesus Christ is the head of the church. Amen. And so I want to encourage you. Sometimes you may feel led to take your membership to another church and to move it. Some people feel led to do that. And when God leads you to do that, make sure you're going somewhere where this covenant can be carried out. Amen. We believe. Amen. There's a lot of off-the-wall stuff out there that you sure. know, will try to draw you to it. But make sure you're grounded and settled uh, in the Lord. Amen. And uh, stay on the principles of God's Word. That's the main thing uh, today. And we and, and uh, I found that, and, and, I, and I was telling some people here a while back, I think I was telling Brother Chris, we were talking the other day, um, there's a lot of things that I have been taught since I've been a Christian. A lot of things that I've been taught since I announced my call to preach. And um, from the ones it was coming from, I took it as the gospel. Everything that they said, I took it as the gospel because, but uh, let me encourage you to always separate, use your scepter and separate the wives' tales from the scripture. Right. Amen. Right. Right. Always do that. Right. If the Bible does not back it up today, don't go along with it. Right. I mean, just take, uh, because I've, I've had all kind of advice and as I approach things later on in life, um, I would uh, go back in the Word of God and I'd say, let's see what the Lord God says about this. And I'll give you an example, and I'm going to hush and we're going to go back singing. But uh, uh, I had an opportunity one time to, uh, uh, to, to preach at a different denomination church. I was asked to come and to preach at this has been years ago. And I was pastoring over at Roswell Creek in uh, I had had some old preachers tell me, don't you get away from the Missionary Baptist Church. You ain't got no business anywhere else. And uh, I told the one that asked me, I said, let me pray about it a little while and see what, see what God says in it. I went and talked to Brother Duane Kelly, and I said, Brother Duane, I'm kind of tickled. I said, uh, I've been asked to come and preach one Sunday night at the church. It's a different uh, different faith in ours, and I said, I really don't know what to do. Some say, go wherever God calls you to go, amen. Some say, you need got no business over there. And he said, well, Brother Steve, it's like this. He said, you just have to follow the leadership of the Lord and just do what God gives you to do. If what you preach is against their doctrine, so be it. They ask you to come. Amen. And I appreciate that. I really did. But always, Always use your sifter and don't go by wives' tales, but go by the leadership 
And one thing that we can be guaranteed of, we can be assured of today, is the Holy Spirit will not lead us into confusion right. or into trouble. I appreciate that today. I love each and every one of y'all. I appreciate you. It was a privilege to have part in this uh, baptism, and I appreciate the church giving me the authority uh, to do that. I, I can't go out on my own at any time and take somebody that wants to be baptized and dip them in the water, but I go with the authority of the church. Amen. And I appreciate that. I really do. Y'all can go back to your seat. We love y'all. and We'll have you come back up here in a little bit, and we'll give you the right hand of Church fellowship. Does anybody have any questions or anything that you want to ask these? Or something I didn't cover? Amen. If not, we'll turn it back over to Brother Wine. Alright, take look to page 499. 499. I will sing the wonders.
this just before the service um, and it's one that, that we sing with my brother Mark and he uh, plays the piano and does a beautiful job with a lot of pretty chords and really makes this song sound like it should um, but the first very first time that I ever tried to sing this song I was a young teenager and uh, sung it right here in this church and it was at the request of a brother Otis Barlow and I had never heard this song Is Not This the Land of Beulah uh, hope that it will bless your heart today just really try to listen carefully to the words Beauty far exceeds. 
soul is satisfied. There's no thirsting for life's pleasure, nor adorn much rich and For I found a greater treasure, one that fadeth not away.
practice here before Brother Jeff comes up and raise our hands for this one. Uh, Wayne, I'd like to say this. Um, you know, uh, May the 25th, I, I had surgery, and uh, Linda and I were, were talking about it, and had I not had surgery, I probably would not be here now. And, um, you know, but the doctors decided that they would try to remove all the tumor that they could get, and uh, then I would do radiation and chemo to try to kill the, what was remaining. And with the help of, of Linda and Michael and Benny, um, I just about got all of my, my radiation treatments done. And, and you know, the way they do that, they, they put you in this big machine and they lay you on the table and they strap your head down. And, uh, you know, I've had that done before, but this one was particularly scary. And, uh, you know, I, I, um, after my surgery, um, I couldn't move anything except my neck um, for several days. Um, a couple of days in, I could, I could move my pointer fingers and uh, the nurses and, and the techs at, at UAB were so good to me. And, and then they moved me over to Spain and um, they were just wonderful. And, um, they, they spent a lot of time teaching me how to operate this chair. Um, but the Lord has been good to me. And my friends have been good to me. And, uh, you know, during the time I was in the hospital, a lot of that time, what Chris and, and Pam and Wayne and Vanessa were, were on vacation. And, and they sent me back pictures uh, of all the fish they were catching in the beautiful places they were. And they meant so much to me. Amen. And, uh, you know, it's it, hard. But I will say this that as scary as, as the proton machine is, the Lord was always with me there. Amen. And, uh, Thank God. He, I, I've said this in the past that he, was, he would be in a place that Linda could not go. Amen. And uh, I, I think that's the only way I got through it. Sure. Um, sure. But I've, I've got two of them left. Um, the uh, the chemo is a is a real mild uh, and I, uh, form of chemo, and I take it about every other Tuesday, and I will for a year. Um, but it, it's done, and you know you, they just put an IV in it, and you sit there 20 minutes, and so it's just healthy. But I want to thank all my friends and. I know Brother Steve and and Ed came and spent a night with me and Michael spent several nights and my, my sister spent several nights and, and Linda spent several nights and um, honestly um, you know people say that you get in the hospital and and um, you get so homesick but I had been in the hospital for several weeks and in Spain and um, for several more weeks, and um, I, I did. I wasn't homesick. Um, they were taking good care of me, and and I, you know, I had my friends coming to stay with me every night, and um, my cousins and uncles and had stayed with me, and 
you know, I haven't been able to spend time with them in years. And so, but one weekend, uh, everybody else, all, all my kids and, and everybody was, was pretty busy. But Linda came and she got there Friday night and she left Sunday night. And after that time, I was homesick because she had, we had had the best time. And uh, we, we start our days a lot of time on the back porch watching the, the birds and Linda's an avid bird feeder. And um, I, I began to miss that. But, um, and I appreciate Chris and Wayne and Vanessa and Benny let me sing with them and because my, I've lost a lot of my voice and, and it's hard to sing sitting down. Um, it's hard to get your breaths appropriate and, and timed correctly. Um, but they, they suffered through it with me and uh, I appreciate them. And uh, I appreciate this church's prayers. And I didn't want to bring this down, but I want to praise the Lord today. Amen. Because, like I said, May the 25th, I couldn't do this. And now I, I can move and I'm I hope I may have to start out behind the book board to have something to hold on to and lean against. But I hope in a few weeks I'm standing up when I stand up. And uh, maybe then I can sound better. So well, I appreciate this church so much. And it's uh, it's made, it's helped me get through it. And you know, several of my doctors have have uh, commented on what a positive attitude I have. Amen. And uh, I know my kids Amen. and Linda, they call me Eeyore a lot of times. And Nikki said, called me and said, "Are you full of sawdust today?" But uh, you know, uh, the doctors have talked about what a positive attitude. And that positive attitude comes from this church, Amen. and uh, and all the prayers, and 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 I am having my Lord near me Amen. at the times that I'm lowest. And uh, Chris and I were talking, and and he was talking about what a what a good attitude. And I said, Hey, brother, it ain't always like that, but I try. <laughs> I try to, to to have a positive attitude. And tell about the goodness of the Lord. Sure, man. Um, I'll save all the dark times when I'm, or when He's only there with me because He understands. <laughs> but uh, y'all pray for me um, as I as I get through with the radiation. Uh, I'm going to get back on physical therapy pretty hard, and uh, maybe by Christmas, when we do our Christmas cantata, I'll I'll be able to stand up here. Um, not sit down like this is how we did on our Easter one. So um, I, I'm, I'm through. Y'all pray, sure pray, pray for me. Amen. Pray for Linda most especially. Yes. She's having to put up with me. That's right. That's right. Thank you for that testimony, Brother Brother Ryan. You're, you're such a blessing and inspiration to us here at Liberty Healing.
We pray that, yes, that, that the Lord will continue to encourage you and help you. And I know uh, uh, it don't take rocket scientists to figure out. I know there's times that it's dark and lonely and times you question and wonder. But right. we pray that God during those times that he just put his big old hand down upon us right. in peace like a river. And, uh, we love y'all. We really do. We appreciate you. Love each and every one of you uh, today. And uh, boy, I appreciate these songs. And I just get, I just get so full of the Holy Spirit when we're singing those songs. And I'm just thankful for what I can feel uh, today. And I want to give you an opportunity. If anybody has anything you need to do or say, I want to cut you short. Amen. If you need to carry out something, Amen. Good to have Brother Lee Smith's wife and daughter here with us today. I tried to get them to move up here a little bit closer, but they, they came in just a little bit ago, and we appreciate uh, appreciate them being here. And uh, well, Brother Justin, you come and you just mind the Lord. I appreciate Brother uh, Justin Smith. I love him and appreciate him. And you just pray, and we're going to pray the Lord hide you behind the cross and make preaching easy for you. Amen. Appreciate the service thus far. Blessing to be here and just a lot of a lot of good news uh, today around Liberty Hill. Uh, it's been a while. I came to visit here several years ago when Brother Sam Johnson was pastoring, so it's been a while since we've been here. But appreciate this opportunity. Appreciate Brother Steve uh, and his family and, uh, and and good news about your the baptisms and appreciate the good uh, teaching that we heard on the uh, on the church covenant. Uh, and that was a help to my life. I appreciate that. Appreciate the good testimony that we got to hear. And, uh, and I tell you, it's uh, it's amazing what you can uh, find out over at the house of God. Uh, amazing what you can hear about what folks uh, deal with in their lives, and and, uh, and, and it, it ought to cause us to appreciate more uh, what God's done for us. And uh, I appreciate the good testimony this morning. But if you'll turn with us to the Book of Daniel, chapter number three. I appreciate your prayers this morning, and uh, I'm, if you don't know me, I'll, I'll just uh, try to follow the Spirit of God, and when the Lord's done with me, I'll certainly give an invitation and, and, uh, and be done. But I want God to come by for just a minute, and my desire is Him to come by and help us, and realizing our littleness this morning, uh, but he's, he's the Almighty God, He can do all things. A very familiar scripture in the book of Daniel, chapter number 3. And uh, I need your prayers, and just uh, this thought came on our heart uh, yesterday afternoon. Uh, just really just trying to pray, and didn't really have uh, really anything. And the Lord came by and uh, took us to Daniel chapter number three. So you Bible readers know this to be a, a very familiar story in the Bible, and uh, we're going to read the first eighteen verses. And I want you to pray for us for just a minute that the Lord might help us, might do something, might help you if you're lost and undone. Our prayer is you'll come. Uh, to know him in the free part of sin. Uh, Daniel chapter number 3 and verse number 1. Nebuchadnezzar the king made an image of gold and whose height was three score cubits and the breadth uh, thereof six cubits. He set it up in the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king sent to gather together the princes, the governors, and the captains, the judges, and treasurers, the counselors, the sheriffs, and all the rulers of the provinces to come to the dedication of the image which Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. Then the princes, the governors, and captains, the judges, the treasurers, and counselors, the counselors, the sheriffs, and all the rulers of the provinces were gathered together into the dedication of the image 
that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. And they stood before the image that Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Then Herod cried aloud, To you it is commanded, O people, nations, and languages, that at what time you hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, dulcimer, and all kinds of music, you fall down and worship the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king has set up. And whoso falleth not down and worshipeth uh, shall the same hour be cast into the midst of burning fiery furnace. Therefore at that time when all the people heard the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, and all kinds of music, all the people, the nations, the and the languages, fell down and worshipped the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. Wherefore at that time certain Chaldeans came near and accused the Jews. They spake and said to the king Nebuchadnezzar, O king, live forever. Thou, O king, hast made a decree that every man that shall hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, and dulcimer, and all kinds of music, shall fall down and worship the golden image. And whoso falleth not down and worshipeth, that he should be cast into the midst of a burning fiery furnace. There are certain Jews whom thou hast set over affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O king, have not regarded thee. They serve not thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar in his rage and fury commanded to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Then they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar spake and said unto them, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, do, you, do not you serve my gods nor worship the golden image which I have set up? Now if you be ready, that at what time you hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, and dulcimer, and all kinds of music, you fall down and worship the image which I have made. <coughs> well, but if you worship not, you shall be cast the same hour into the midst of a burning fiery furnace. And who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this manner. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. I appreciate this scripture. Thank you for bearing with us uh, and your patience for just a minute. I'll pull a thought uh, from that fifth verse. Uh, the Bible says that that at what time you hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, dulcimer, and all kinds of music, you fall down and worship the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king has set up. I'm preach a thought uh, that would come from a portion of this verse, uh, fall down and worship the golden image. He said, you fall down and worship the golden image. That's the thought I want to preach for just a minute. Fall down and worship the golden image. Certainly today, uh, this is a very familiar story in the Bible. And uh, in the first verse, Nebuchadnezzar the king, the Bible said, had made this golden image, had made uh, this image. And 
Uh, it looks like it's uh, something that has uh, uh, some significant size to it. And uh, we go back through the Old Testament and we see uh, that idol making was something uh, that was very common. And uh, you know what I know today? That uh, if we're not careful, uh, it may not be in this same kind of uh, fashion, but today if we're not careful, we'll bow down uh, to the golden image. And uh, today, anything and everything that, uh, that's carnal can be turned into uh, an idol today. And sure. I don't know why the Lord had us come this way uh, with this song, but be careful not to fall down and worship uh, the golden image. Uh, that's the encouragement I try uh, uh, to give us today. Uh, as the brother already said, we live in a time how the devil's running rampant. How the world wants us, as Nebuchadnezzar did, to fall down and worship the golden image. The commandment was when you hear these instruments and all kinds of music, that you bow down and worship. Of the idol, of the golden image, of the Bible said, and it listed off all manner of folk, and in one place said that all the people bowed down and worshiped as they were commanded to today. Yet these three, the report came to Nebuchadnezzar, and the Shadrach, and Abednego would not fall on. You and I are in their shoes today. I've never stood in this same kind of situation. But I do know that it's very difficult being a part of the family of God and a member of the church, a child of God, to stand to take a stand when everybody else amen is going a different direction of the crowd as we see day by day is going further and further away away from God walking together going after sin going after things of this flesh and of this world and yet God's people haven't changed. God still gives us a great commission to stay the course, to share the gospel. I appreciate the good instruction from our church covenant. It's a good reminder to me. It's a good reminder to us that are children of God. We better be careful. If we're not careful, we'll bow to the golden image this morning. True. Amen. He said that at what time you hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, dulcimer, and all kinds of music, you fall down and worship the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar had set up. And whoso falleth not down and worshipeth shall the same hour be cast in the midst of the burning fiery furnace. This is a pretty 
uh, tough uh, punishment today uh, that these folks were going yeah. to undergo. And uh, you Bible readers know how this turns out. We read a part of it. But uh, these three uh, went as far uh, as to tell Nebuchadnezzar the king, uh, we will not serve uh, thy gods. Uh, we will not bow down uh, and worship uh, the golden image. Uh, I'm telling you today, it's all over our television. Our television's the internet. And all these things. And if we're not careful, we'll get caught up and begin to worship that. Instead of worshiping God, I appreciate a good reminder every now and then to be careful. I keep my sights on Him. To walk in the Spirit each and every day. If not, we'll get off course. These three stood the, stood the test of time. Yeah. Thrown into the fiery furnace. The flames were cranked up seven times more. Don't you know today we're going to face trials. You're in a fiery trial right now. And God's on us. Just to look to Him. We can't do it alone. They told King Nebuchadnezzar, if it be so, our God will deliver us. But if it be so, this morning, they weren't worried. They knew God had taken care of them. Amen. How many times would it have been easier for these just to bow down like everybody else? I'm telling you today, I've done that before and tried to fit in with the world and try to go the path that they were going, but it never worked out. Never works out. It can be something as simple as somebody telling a dirty joke over the workplace. I want to tell you, they're wanting us to laugh and join in. I don't know why I'm preaching this, but they want us to join in and get in on the fun. I'm telling you, God needs us. I'm proud upon that. God needs us to try to be a light unto a witness unto them. If it's somewhere we need to just walk home and go the other direction, I'd do it today. I want to tell you that I don't want to have to tell folks that I'm a child of God. I want them to see it in my life and by the stands that we take on a daily basis today. So I'm telling you, the fiery trials, they've came, they're here, and they're coming. And uh, the easy thing to do is just to fall down and worship the golden image. I know this is a peculiar thought, but the Bible said in Isaiah 42 and 8, I am the Lord, that is my name, and my glory will I not give to another, neither my praise to a great his great to a graven image, to graven images. He tells in the book of 1 John chapter 5, little children, keep yourselves from idols. We know the great commandment. Uh, there shall not be no other God before me. He goes on and says, Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness, anything thereof, 
is a heaven above or there is an earth beneath or that is in the water underneath but to worship him in spirit and in truth and to follow him today uh, these three said and were questioned this was a, a decree that went out if you'll have it to a large population sure. and they bowed down but then it goes on down it got real personal he individually asked these three what they were going to do I'm telling you this trials coming to our individual lives our trials come to the collective body of the church and we're in this together but there are times where uh, it comes to me and it's on me these three were asked oh, will you bow down and they said oh, we will not bow down today I tell you it pays how to just walk the path oh, that God has for us Anyways. it paid off God delivered them they saw the fourth one that was down in the fire and of course we know that was the Lord and that deliverance that came they came out of that fire their hair wasn't even singed couldn't even smell the smoke and the Lord delivered their lives God used them that day because thereafter the one that gave the commandment uh, to do this realized that he is wrong hey Nebuchadnezzar Hey, I believe he got, he realized uh, the Lord used these three uh, to be a witness and to know telling who that day those that had bowed down. I'm telling you that it's easy for a carnal man uh, just to bow down, uh, just to go uh, the way of the world. Uh, but what does the Lord need out of our lives? He needs us to be that light, uh, to have our own hearts right. Uh, so that we can help others today. That's what the world's looking to, uh, is the church, that light that shines through us, uh, to be a light to them that might lead them to Him today. Amen. How many folks are members of the house of God that uh, didn't grow up in this? But there was somebody down at school or somebody at the supermarket, somebody over at the ball fields that just looked different. There was something different about them. Hey, we're a peculiar folk, aren't we? Sure. And, uh, and the Lord works all this out. And somehow, some way, God's working in our lives and through us. We've got a great commission uh, to be a light to lost and dying. Where I'm telling you today, it pay us today how to make it a, how to, when the decree goes out just to stand up up to the devil and the world and say I will not bow to the golden image today you understand what I'm trying to point this out this can be anything yeah, all types of sin all manner of sin amen I don't want to bow down and worship the golden image do you I want to worship him I'm telling you, if we're not careful, we'll go after every kind of thing that's off the wall. Especially if we're not trying to be encouraged, these are baptized uh, today. And I'm not trying to get in Brother Steve's way, but I want to encourage you today 
just to stand today. Sure. It'd do us some good just to take a stand. If it's something that may seem little uh, in God's eyes, hey man, it's a big deal today. He wants us to live for Him today. <clears throat> they, and I'm about to hurry here. I'm about to finish. He yep. said, basically, will you bow? It's not verbatim, but will you bow to the golden image? And they said, we will not. We will not. Would you stand with us today? Come to verse of song, Brother Steve, if you'll stand with us. <clears throat> That's the message this morning. God bless. You fall down and worship the golden image. Child of God should say, not so. While they sing. 602. 602. I have decided. Follow Jesus. Would you come? <clears throat> 